This week we saw Stuckbo, an extremely biased spill, and a response to a lawsuit. You're listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this is the week of 3 21 2021. Is politics schmaltics? Politics always. Hello, everyone. I hope you've been having a nice week so far. And let us begin with Sydney Powell. So, I think three months ago, maybe earlier or maybe later, we talked about lawsuits that were filed by Dominion and Smartmatic voting systems. And so, they had these lawsuits filed against many new systems and many individual beings on their claims and spreadings of election conspiracy theories. Now, this week we had Sydney Powell. She had her attorneys. Um, release a statement that claimed many things. And there was, there was this one claim that was really outrageous and caught my attention. Um, the statement that they released, it was an attempt to defend Powell by saying that no reasonable person would believe her election claims. And at that time, there wasn't much evidence on the issue. So there, it, it should have been obvious that what she was saying was just opinions and that her statements were protected by the First Amendment. So first of all, this really makes no sense and it gets on my nerves in many ways. One is that if there were just opinions, then why did she make such an effort? Why did she go to the media and give so many interviews? Why argue in press conferences for Trump? Why go to the court and fight for Trump over these opinions? You need to have facts in the court. She's a lawyer. She should know that. Second, your statement, it clearly says that when you issued all of these claims, there wasn't much information out there or evidence, which clearly made everything you said opinions. If there wasn't enough info in the first place, why did you make up your own info and cons- and spread all these conspiracy theories? Uh, why didn't you just not stick with your experience as a lawyer? You know, knew, knew your risk spreading all of these lies and you still did all of this. Why? For the attention, for the media, for the recognition? I really don't know. Third, the First Amendment, it, it it does protect your voice, yes, but it doesn't just let you lie. Sure, you can criticize the government or anything or anyone else in any way you want, but lying, the First Amendment doesn't say that you can just plain out lie. Finally, if she just told people this in advance, perhaps in late December, that no reasonable person would believe her claims, the country wouldn't have suffered as much as it did after the Capitol riot. She could have stopped all of this. Now, in order to defend herself, she tells everyone now that it was a lie. Now, not when we actually needed it. It, it, It's really crazy. Now, doing this, she's also pretty much confessed because she's admitted that she's lied And that was all Dominion needed for their lawsuit. But she'll probably just deny that she said that. Either way, Dominion moved beyond Giuliani and Powell. And finally, this week, they sued Fox News for $1.6 billion. Each state in the U.S. has its own sort of mini government. And this week, Georgia's government has massively disappointed and frustrated me this week. They passed this new bill pretty dominantly through both Georgia's House of Representatives and the Senate, and essentially this just proves that the state of Georgia's Republican government 
they're extremely sore losers. Um, they've gone ahead and decreased the amount of time you can request a mail-in ballot and reduced the amount of mail-in ballot drop-off boxes that there are. Um, and from the last election, we have learned that Democrats particularly preferred mail-in voting rather than in-person voting. That may change once we're through this virus. And they made it so that you need a photo ID for mail-in voting. And they made it illegal to give out food and water for those who are waiting in line to vote. They've also reduced the hours for early voting in Georgia, which once again, as we've learned from the past election, was a method of voting that particularly attracted Democrats. And they've made it so that the official that was actually elected to oversee the integrity of the election, who um, is currently Brad Raffespringer, and he did tell the president um, no in a call that they had and saying no to the president in the current day Republican world, it is a sin. And so that person who was elected to oversee the integrity of the election they no, no longer have that position. Georgia state government, which is pretty much Republican at this point, they get to pick their own person to do their job. Now, the Georgians who helped pass this bill, they made some claims that actually made me laugh when I first read them. Um, they said that this actually expands voting access, which in no way it does. That makes no sense. I don't know how anybody can say that. Um And so they said that from the past election in November, they needed these reforms in their voting system, which just proves that they still believe Trump's lies. And the biggest lie of all is that this isn't racist, which it very much is. They banned so many Democrats from rightfully voting. And the rule banning food and water for voters in line would particularly affect black communities in Georgia, as where they had to wait hours at once just to vote. And they still say that the Democrats rigged the election. They're rigging the election in the most legal way. It's it's crazy. So now the Biden administration, um, we'd expected them. And they've said they extremely oppose this new bill. And they are encouraging the National House of Representatives and the Senate to vote to pass the People's Act, which would mandate states to have at least two weeks of early voting time and same day voting registration. Now, Republicans think that this is rigging the system. And yes, while it is giving lots of Democrats across the country more voting time, which they particularly like, it's not banning anyone from voting. It's not making it harder for anyone to vote. It's simply making the early early voting time longer and lowering the amount of time people have to wait to register to vote. There's nothing in this law saying that this only applies to Democrats. Republicans, they can use it if they want. It's completely fine. But it's likely that they won't. And both sides of the political world know that. (laughs) Finally, I wanted to add this just for some more information. While Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia, he was signing and he was praising this bill in a live stream, um, State Representative Park Cannon, um, she knocked on the door to the room in which this was all happening. She wanted to go in with all the other Republicans who were witnessing this bill. Um, There weren't any lawmakers of color in that room, and she wasn't let in. Now, I don't know whether she knew that Brian Kemp was in the middle of a press conference, but she kept on knocking even when she was asked to stop, according to a statement released by the police there. And she was then arrested on the scene. Um, she spent six hours in jail, but eventually after many protests outside of the jail she was being held in, she was finally let out. And she may 
be at risk for up to five years of jail time. I really hope that that doesn't happen as where she is a representative of Georgia. And really what the Georgian government did was crazy. And if the original revolutionists, if they had to drop a million dollars of tea into the Boston Harbor to get their point across, well, what's pro- what's the problem with just knocking on her door repeatedly to get her point across? Really? Now, this next topic isn't super politically related, but I didn't really have anything else to use, and it's still super interesting. So in Egypt, there's this almost 1,000 feet wide canal called the Suez Canal, and this week, a ship almost as long as the Empire State Building got stuck in the mud, and it has caused a major traffic jam of ships. Um, The Suez Canal, it's responsible for about 12% of the world's trading, and all of that 12% is stuck until the ship moves. Um, The reason the ship crashed in the first place is, as far as it's been proven, um, there was high wind speeds of 46 miles per hour, and there was a standstorm. Now, there is an ongoing investigation, and this could also be the cause of human error, but that hasn't been confirmed. Now, this is pretty much costing the world up to $10 billion a day, and it's costing many countries their fuel supplies, costing many factories their source of material, and it may cost the lives of many animals being transported. Now, it doesn't look like this is going to end anytime soon. There have been many efforts to get the ship unstuck and moving again. Um, They've tried digging up the dirt and using 14 tugboats to move it. And while this managed to get some key parts of the ships out of the mud, the ship is still stuck and it still can't move. Um, They've tried taking advantage of the tides, but that still hasn't worked. And it does seem like they may have to move to Operation Plan C. And Plan C essentially is where they get this really tall crane and slowly start start taking out the tens of millions tons of cargo off of that ship. Um, Egypt, they don't have a crane that tall, but many countries, including the U.S., have offered to provide a crane. Um, The process, it really needs to get moving, but some ships, they're just running out of patience and they're going all the way around the continent of Africa to get their supplies to where they need to be. And at this point, that may be the smart decision. So that was pretty much it for this week. Um, And I mean it this time, like there isn't a weekly roundup. Um, There's been a lot happening in the news, but nothing really on the political front. And so um, I don't have any weekly roundups, but I really hope that you enjoyed the three big stories for this week. Please feel free to join our mailing list. All you need to do is send an email to politicsmaltics2020 at gmail.com. All you need to include in that email is your email that you want to use for the mailing list, and I'll add you. Um, Also, please feel free to spread the word to anyone you know, and feel free to rate us on Apple Podcasts. You're listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this is the week of 3-21-2021. You were listening to Politics Schmaltics, and see you next week.